video i think i shared it with you where it's like it's just a normal protest going on like a bunch of farmers just walking and then a jeep comes and like in a split fucking second eight people are just gone it's like it's like the road had like 16 people walking and it's it's suddenly there's just like eight people in a split mm-hmm. fucking second it's like a meme It, it's it's really like a meme it's like one of those those, those indian shit posting pages that like dank meme pages mm. that we have they would post a video like that right and that was posted by rana ayub mm. who is this journalist like she's super lefty but about india she's mostly correct i don't know, I don't know. so the thing is that it's the junior home minister's son whose whose car went like that and everybody knows that bjp is against the farmers who are protesting and these farmers have been protesting the whole fucking year like lockdown started and then protest started it was like like and it's very interesting that the george floyd stuff started at the same time when the farmers protest stuff was happening in india so and and you can see the difference between western east here like in the in the east the farmers protest still at the same place it was in the beginning of the pandemic they're still protesting it's been 12 months hmm. nobody gives a shit hmm. nobody's responding to them <laughs> george floyd everything happened hmm. like the chauvin guy i it, like like he he got his like hearing done everything has happened in america i think the black, uh, blm protest happened riot happened Yeah. The capital riot finished, and then Donald Trump, uh, I think, came Lord, out, and yeah. then Biden came in. Afghanistan happened, <laughs> right? And like, like all of these things happened. And in India, we, we never, still, like, we, we never like, even even solved, years. never even solved like the problems like for which they were protesting at Shaheen Bagh, yeah. the JNU protest, the CAA protest. Yeah, like CAA. you, you Some, never know where they concluded. Yeah, you fucking yeah, never yeah. because the same. people yeah. who are protesting for every fucking topic yeah, yeah like it's the same people so how many things like are they just going i feel like they should be economical right like mm. they should just stand with board of each topic mm. on the anyway nobody gives a fuck yeah. so why do you have to pretend that oh that one is solved because mm. it's not annoying me right now it's not 
we still don't have freedom of speech mm. jnu kids were still beaten up for no reason mm. ca and rc exists yeah. although i don't understand, I don't understand so understand fucked up about it yeah. I, i don't think it affects anybody i don't understand yeah that's the whole problem right like nobody no, no nobody nobody knows what the exact problem yeah like, with blm everybody knows it's all corporate yeah, it's about yeah. racism it's yeah. about cops shooting black people everybody yeah. knows that yeah. around the globe yeah. we know that yeah When yeah. I said black people, I just remembered that Bo Burnham's inside where he says not not it was not inside it was like his some of his previous special where he was singing that uh, uh, I'm a white th- that song about how he's uh, underprivileged because he's a white man like how he's it's it's depressing to yeah, be a yeah, white man yeah what was it. Yeah. Straight white man. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. It was. I think he was also making fun of country music in that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in in that he he says this that uh, what do blacks want? Uh, not to be called the blacks. <laughs> <laughs> but then but then the movement is called Black yeah, Lives Matter. Yeah. So I don't know what to say. It's <laughs> funny. <laughs> But yeah the point is that in the like people keep asking why are you interested in western politics when so much shit is going down in your country it's because my country everything is always going down it never concludes to anything uh-huh. it never stops it never becomes anything like uh-huh. i can tell you that i i know the i know all the plot points of us politics because they were so clear they just focus on one topic at once but isn't that the whole point that we are not the westerns we don't deal with problems like that we de- we are buddhist and we are like hindus and we are like a group of people we have suffering as our you know baseline on which we think we are alive right our our understanding our association with being alive is associated with suffering like if you remember that uh oh, ben- oh, that uh, bengali film uh, where her feet is like she made it like a thara right made it like a thara means all about this one shot that keeps coming back about her about her slippers being like that's the loop like that's that's how she knows that the film begins on that and ends on that so that's like the only form of reference to life for like a huge chunk of indians right because like they they behave and they think like that it's just that that's just how they believe like we don't want to get the problem over it's like a very different we are presenting a whole new kind of card it's like a different game so this is where it's about the west and the east right yeah this is where like like it's about your preference at this point it's not that this is right and that is wrong is what yeah. i'm going to say yeah, like, of course yeah it's like it's your preference like you think that uh, you want new problems right you think you want to be deceived into believing that it's a new problem is what they are trying to say is with this thing right they're trying to say that you want to you just want to be deceived that it's a new fucking problem it's not the same fucking problem right so it's just a new name to the problem yeah it's also a religion thing because west is like predominantly christian mm-hmm. and they believe in the concept of heaven and hell so they believe that if they construct something in their lives they're going to be rewarded or punished according to that mm. right mm-hmm. but hindus believe in rebirth So for us no matter what we do we are going to be born like this and it doesn't matter if you're atheist i feel mm. because you just it's it's like your land like you know it's 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 your land inside you it's it like it, it's like a layer in your unconscious mm. uh your land 
and mm. you know the way people have lived there the way people have been there the way people have evolved there the way people have suffered or conquered or whatever mm. and all that is part of your unconscious so it doesn't matter if you know it or if you believe it or you don't but you tend to behave like that unless by chance you don't mm. or because of your own consciousness you don't i mean of course you can always change that or reverse that but there is still some parts you can't control mm-hmm. and that i feel like will always reflect in people's lives like especially people from uh the the land of like buddhism or uh, hinduism all all those right that the fact that they are going to be reborn it is so ingrained in us yeah that we just you live know, our lives like that yeah you, well, like for example modi right mm-hmm. why like people like he fucking did demonetization he made 1 billion people like wake up in the morning or i think it was evening when he did the announcement yeah, yeah, yeah like after a long hard hot work day 8 yeah 8 pm the mother motherf- usually the time he comes yeah, yeah he comes up and yeah. he's just like all the money you have all the cash you got in your purse yeah it's invalid now bro <laughs> it's just like he just like said that yeah. and any other country would have protested any other country would have f- protested like the bank employees were treated like shit like especially the pregnant women and the women like who just like are new mothers and stuff they they were going through shit because they they had like horrible shifts mm-hmm. because everybody is coming like everybody is coming to just exchange money you have 1 billion people yeah he just made this decision one night just woke up and just said this yeah. and people went and exchanged their money they died in stampedes yeah they stood in lines and they fucking did it yeah. they did it because they don't believe there is any meaning to doing anything good or bad yeah. in life yeah. so you know a lot of like and it, it's very profound don't get me wrong it's yeah. very profound but it affects your behavior and it's very interesting the way it affects a crowd yeah like because an individual behaves very differently in crowd so like the what i'm always muddling over is which religion maybe maybe the way we are looking at religion and like guidelines for self help wrong maybe it's like as as an individual you have to follow different set of guidelines mm. as a group you have to follow different set of uh, on a fucking film set mm. if you are being an individual you will just spoil the whole film mm. it's like that that story right that story where there is a statue mm. that is made by uh, a sculptor and he calls his students and mm. he says what do you think about the statue mm. and they are like uh, the the hand is very nice the mm. hand is very nice and intricately made mm. so he just breaks the set uh, break the hands Mm-mm. because he's like it cannot stand out Mm-mm-mm. so that's why you have to behave differently mm-hmm. yeah and like if you like that suppose it was like a western problem right like i remember when we came to canada uh there was this thing where uh you have to not step out or something like you're not allowed to go out after a point or something like this this guy this fat guy what is his name duckford duckford yeah duckford told that Yeah. And then, yeah and then what happened is uh the cops did not like agree with it i remember like hearing that like the cops were like no you can go to the parks and you can go to open spaces 
you cannot go and like obviously in bulk no, no, no. but like conf- something like that was actual happening. conflict was that Doug Ford said that Toronto police or any police in like Ontario can randomly stop and check anybody to see if they are out of the house for a legit reason yeah. reasons that are specified oh, yes, in covid guidelines correct, correct. or are they out just for leisure correct. awesome right just put it in words yeah Thank so you, uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so cops uh, cops were like cops tweeted no fucking no, way we are doing we this do, yeah. do whatever you want yeah so now so see like even though we have like such a uh, canada has like probably a terrible name when it comes to like you know all of these things right yeah. like uh, compared to america all of the america keeps making fun of them for this yeah but that's yeah. like a bunch of conservative twitter yeah I, I mean like the point is it's a common it's a it's a stereotype that canadians yeah. are nice people South Park. Right? yeah and they don't go against their government and they're not as rebellious as americans are yeah right that's a I'm, i feel like it's a good thing but whatever right so that that's a apparently not a great name on a country right so in that kind of a situation in a small scale this is happening and i feel like this is more important for me as a person who's out of in the 21st generation in the 21st century and like i'm in this new generation or whatever and i want to fucking want to do something and i want to see the returns that's my preference right yeah. to the afghanistan next hasn't concluded uh, oh, none of these things have this afghanistan shit has been happening since 9/11 right before that yeah. before and that then, uh, in the 1990s or something so taliban had been the government for a few years and then american occupation started in the yeah, end of uh, 1990s yeah. Yeah. and from there 20 years it was american occupation so there's right. a, like a bunch of like there's a whole generation of 20 year olds right. right who have studied who have lived in a like relatively liberal society even though there was a lot of carnage still going on right. because there was a whole war going right. on between tribes right. uh, that support Taliban and American right. troops right but that happened and now those people are really useless yeah their degrees don't matter yeah. if they, they they were not able to leave Afghanistan and now Afghanistan is gonna Shut. like yeah a lot of people are like it's gonna become another North Korea yeah, and yeah. UN is going crazy trying to get them on the table yeah so it's like pretty fucked up like i remember i think it was kamil pariya's quote where uh, she says that uh, afghanistan she said something about afghanistan or was it someone else where there was a quote about how afghanistan is like water hmm. and it just like america is like a napoleonian western thing it's a hand it's trying to hold water hmm. and afghanistan is like water it's just like going mm-hmm. it's because uh, it's uh it's it's just like mountains and valleys there right so it's very hard to control that region mm-hmm. so nature is playing such a big role in taliban to actually exist like nature is helping taliban to exist because only if you grow up there you will know the shortcuts and the lanes and how the terrain is like you have to be living there for generation it's the same thing as when i said our unconscious is like like a uh, land is in our unconscious and it like it makes our brain work slightly 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 way, differently obviously all of this is a hypothesis right based on stuff that i've read but i feel mm-hmm. that that is true like your history is a part of you right so yeah afghanistan is like another eastern place and what other conflicts are there like which have never syria has never been solved i don't even know i just know there's a perpetual war in syria i don't know anything yeah palestine israel yeah mm-hmm. all this eastern stuff and yeah. Most of every, even even the Hong Kong stuff, dude. Hong Kong, Hong, Hong Kong, Kong is almost crazy. over, though. Like China, China took a, it. Yeah, so <laughs> that's odd. But like they're gonna keep protesting. That doesn't matter. 
Yeah, uh, nobody's even talking about this protest anymore. Yeah, because it's gonna. It doesn't matter anymore, right? Yeah. Like, you, who's more powerful than China at the point at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah, so like remember, so when I was talking about Afghanistan being like water, right? I was thinking about this quote from Camille Palia where she is in sexual persona, she's talking about how men hold women's boobs and ass mm-hmm. because they feel like Oh yeah, it is, oh it yeah, is like water. <laughs> oh yeah, they want to control it because it, like when they're having sex, the boobs are shaking, right? And the ass is shaking. so they don't like it they want things to be in an order like like they so they'll hold it yeah you know like that's 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 she's like she's trying to explain what is that absurdity of holding boobs right she's trying to explain what is that absurdity she's trying she's she's conspiring she's probably it's probably not it but is this that thought is so poetic that i'm like fuck yeah baby yeah it's it's so <laughs> mythical it's so much yeah. about mythology and like people always argue that you know uh, associating women with nature is a very sexist thought but i mean maybe it's sexist i mean definitely is sexist i guess but uh, if you think about it there are like layers to being uh, having a certain body right if you have a woman's body you are you are going through so many things on a daily i'm not just periods and pregnancy like the fact that i have to wear a bra if i have to like you know go up and down the stairs like it's it's a necessity like you know of course i can wear a sweatshirt and not wear a bra if i don't want to mm-hmm. but if i'm going up and down the stairs or if i'm running i need the bra mm. it's 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 not even it's not even like uh a it's a necessity mm. i have as a female so mm. there are so many layers by which mother nature has me in her clutches mm-hmm. more than a man a man is not going to bleed he can mostly except urine can control everything that comes out of his penis mm. right but a woman cannot like periods blood is coming out what do you mean only urine we also fucking come from that Yeah, but come you controlling, right? You yeah. decide when to come, right? Oh yeah, oh like that you talk. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. you decide Got that. It. Oh sorry, my bad. Yeah, go on. Yeah, so of course, like women have, are going to be associated with Mother Nature because we are sort of representing her in this human species space, hmm. right? And this this indifference, like I was reading uh, Eric Newman's. I started reading Eric Newman's Great Mother. and he was talking about this great indifference that a woman has and even kamil palya talks about that like the great indifference women have inside them which actually protects them from like their own selves and actually protects people around them because otherwise they have a they have a huge layer of emotionality the eccentric neurotic emotionality that comes if you are uh you know if you're having so much hormonal shift fucking every month i mean it's pretty understandable i don't know it just makes complete sense mm. the connection of mother nature with women mm. and women's bodies like i don't even know what is there like it's it's on your face right but when you tell me that it is sexist it is, i just feel because i associate the word sexist with like feeling offended mm. over something legitimate mm. but when you say sexist i can only feel the sense of offense but there is nothing beneath it like why are you offended 
or they just associated us with mother nature but you al- always also keep saying that mother nature should be protected right the problem is that you think that human nature and mother nature is fucking benign mm. it's fucking strong dude it's going to eat you up it eats you up anyway you born out of it you're going to die in it i mean come on mm. and also it's very interesting they want to talk about uh how's that jag belt by last one trial mm-hmm. because kamil also had this quote about how uh, men uh, rape women because they Underst- they want to understand where the fuck they're coming from mm. and just that thought if you extend it to the, this vague place of schizophrenia because you're fucking mentally unstable you will go and rape women because you don't why why am I alive like why am I like the way she fucking <laughs> she just thinks in such this artistic way and uh, last one tried actually pulled it off last one tried is actually the best filmmaker like one of the best filmmakers and i don't know why i don't know why i don't, don't understand him like or like i don't feel like he's spoken about properly like he's given the right attention but he's not spoken about properly like i don't i nobody spoke about rigeth and i was like what are you talking about yeah what are you guys like talking about what <laughs> oh, is this uh, other film you guys talking about i've not even seen that shit doesn't matter like this is the shit like if you see rigeth you'll be like blown out of your fucking mind the way he uh, if you remember those sequences where uh, there's this like pregnant woman who's like her her uh, uh, there's a sequence where she's having like uh, the baby is growing quicker in her body like so fast that there's like uh, months ka development happening in like just a few hours and a few minutes yeah. right so there's a shot like of her tummy becoming bigger and bigger and bigger right that's like how did he even pull it off in the 1990s and look so convincing and it looks yeah. so good and it sets exactly in that tone he wants to do it in and all that shit right it was just mind blowing and like yeah dude like i don't know last one trier and this house that jack bell shit to i feel like it was one of his best films ever like, yeah that. and the very good thing about watching rigeth was i mean of course he came up with a house that jack bell because in rigeth he got so much practice mm-hmm. and i love that the last film he ever like decided to i think it's his last film i think he announced that this is going to be my last film no he's making rigeth the obsession oh then he lied or maybe i just remember you someone know, else he probably must have read tarantino or someone say something bullshit like that yeah yeah true so last last one try <laughs> yeah so how's that jack build uh, is like a perfect successor to rigeth because it's so much more refined oh, yes. it's oh, so yes. much more fucking refined and like i mean the one reason i love uh, these films and i associate these scenes to tarantino not because i think he started this but because i think that's the first filmmaker i associate with this scene building with music like mm-hmm. a very violent scene with like a very catchy song mm-hmm. and i love that idea it's such a kanye west <laughs> mm-hmm. idea but no it's a, it's a poppy thing right? yeah it's, it's very like, andy warhol yeah, i mean yeah that's the right pop. person to attribute yeah, it's, it's just pop and uh, yeah that's that's pretty interesting and yeah we want to talk about why we started this podcast so mm. i i am like a very i, I get triggered a lot <laughs> by a lot of people who talk about art mm. and that is exactly why i started this. so i love a lot of podcasters are you a, uh, art nazi Yeah. Uh, art not I am. Why can't people have their perspective? No, no, they should have it. My problem is that there is no perspective that I heard which 
like resounds completely with mine which is a good thing because art is not like science or politics where you can just pick sides then why are you getting triggered no it's just like very specific trigger like like if there is someone who is using a platform to talk about a film when they don't really know anything about films it's what like what do you mean by they don't know anything about films i mean where do films come from right where like, do they come from like theater literature painting like where what what's over so you have to know stuff to be able to talk about it Okay, that's the job of a fucking critic. I just came. I paid money. I can't have opinion on it. I can't have a review. You go to a hotel and you stay in it. You paid for it. And yeah, then fair enough. Up, and then you're like, fuck. Now I have an opinion on it. That's true. I cannot compare movies to literature and paintings because remember yesterday only we were talking about uh, how painting is like a genius thing like you have to bo- be born with a certain sort of aptitude or a certain certain genius streak to be able to make music right mm-hmm. to be able to paint mm-hmm. and it and you and to be able to write and you can do these things without involving a lot of money in their core forms but filmmaking is not that filmmaking is a very democratic and actually a very working man's like art i feel you know we invented cameras you just get a camera and a recorder and you go do something but you still need some people mm-hmm. to make a film yeah and that is why i think you're right yeah i shouldn't i it's just like the my trigger is not that that person has this opinion but my trigger is more like why is my opinion not out there on the next yeah, page yeah that is a that that is, is my trigger yeah so now that is something that you should deal with it personally like you don't need to go on someone's comment section for i mean you can go on someone's comment section for anything but the point yeah. is like them <laughs> blocking you for it is fine it's fine i don't yeah. care yeah but then he unblocked also so yeah. <laughs> it's okay yeah. we are fine yeah we are fine it's so, all yeah. under the rug now yeah. but it's solved unlike the farmers problems yeah <laughs> whatever <laughs> wanted wanted to like talk about the film scene in india where different films are coming from right now like um i know most people like i it was so funny that day when i went to grab meat from the butcher's place uh, a rapper a, a, some like random rapper stopped me in front of the store mm-hmm. and he was like i like your sweatshirt i like your sweatshirt man and then uh, he was like oh it's armani okay cool okay then, now i've released this song and then he just started marketing his like song and he's like do you like bollywood i've mixed some bollywood beats in it man and i ended up giving him 5 bucks because i'm a fucking pussy when he asked for a donation <laughs> and then um so i was just thinking like everybody just thinks bollywood mm-hmm. like even at my workplace when at parties and stuff the fir- when i meet people people who are working in the canadian film industry and stuff they 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 usually like oh what about the industry in india bollywood this that and it's just like man bollywood is not the only thing that's in india at all there are so many films like even mainstream ones there are so many mainstream films coming out from south india and you have such a cool indie scene but nobody fucking gives a shit right because in india an indie film will go to a rotterdam film festival but it will never be released anywhere because producers know that it will never make money 
uh, a Netflix India is also catering to like a very specific attention deficit metrosexual tribe of half baked people in India and they just want some romanticized like crappy bullshit and you just have these great films just lying around being shared on Google drives which their director send very sadly to people who ask to watch their films so i just want to talk about some films from the indie scene why do you think films become like that why do you think they're not getting the attention i i don't think they're getting i mean do you remember that satyajit ray interview clip that was uh, Uh, circulating on the internet during yeah. the beginning of lockdown yeah, yeah. he he mentions this he says that india can never have a uh, good art films for a long time or something because your audience 90% is uneducated he's like everybody's fucking uneducated why do you think tiktok was such a big thing in india and when it got banned people literally committed suicide <laughs> i mean who commits suicide for app bans dude like there's just 1 billion people it's almost like a fucking bin full of cockroaches everybody's like trampling on each other killing each other i mean in that space how is someone going to sit and watch a film unless they are privileged enough yeah of course so that's what is happening that's 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 a big problem and i think it's worthy to note that people who are not getting even a quarter of the shit that they should be getting because of making the intense films that they did and it's another it this i will connect it to how we started the podcast where we were like eastern problems never get solved we just move on right it's the same thing i mean ashok mitran he wrote in the 1970s nobody knew him he got sahitya academy award later on and he's still not as popular he is definitely not even close to you know wh- how popular he should mm-hmm. be and how well read he should be mm-hmm. rk narayan is popular i'm like you should kill yourself then <laughs> <laughs> if you read rk narayan and then you don't read ashok mitra then what are you doing with your life right you're just reading some elite bs yeah if you want like see both the brahmins that's what i don't get right both are brahmins both are fucking like writing about a world that is you know in a, in a, in, a, in a very realistic manner right but like ashok mitra is just denied it because he's better at it like he because he's way more like only tamil people would probably know about ashok mitra right but his translations are pretty good and like really people good. and people should be like picking it up like I don't know why they're not picking we it up. Met, we met Kalyan Raman, one of the yeah. translators. He's someone who's worked in, uh, what is it called? What is that space fucking thing that India has? NASA. NASA? <laughs> oh, oh, NASA. India has Isra. NASA. Eh? ISRO. Yeah, ISRO. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he worked in ISRO and he's like a very smart guy and he did like, he translated ashok mitran's books and there was also lakshmi hall holmstrom yeah they uh, i mean yeah, lakshmi holmstrom also yeah, and she passed away though yeah, yeah. so there are some very cool people who work in the literature industry in tamil nadu and the fact that i could read access it because of these translators i mean it's insane because i don't i don't trust anything any system to work in india right mm. i'm actually i was surprised that i could actually read tamil literature translated because it exists it's pretty like, great it's it pretty exist. fucking good like tamil literature It's, it's great and so Because this is inspired by russian literature and inspired by it's inspired it's coming out of these places right and it's also based in tamil nadu right which yeah. is like this extremely socialist weirdly capitalist 
uh it has all the corruptions of both sides Yeah, yeah, right. It yeah. has, uh, it, and it's it's thriving in it. And people are named Stalin, dude. Yeah, people are literally named Stalin over there, right? And he's the fucking chief Un-ironically minister. Unironically, dude. Yeah, un- exactly. <laughs> dude, we don't even talk about it, right? Because we look at the whole thing in a very different way, right? Like all this Periyar and all that bullshit. Like, I mean, I'm not. I don't know if it's bullshit. I don't know Periyar what he's exactly said and shit. So I can't really say what he said. Mm. But it just sounds like he said some socialist stuff, right? Yeah, but yeah. the point is it is thriving and there's a fucking thump in there's an industry over there's like literature over there there's a lot of hit shit loads of history there and that's just one part of india and there's like a lot of parts of india right you go anywhere in india there's like a lot of stuff like that the point is like there's some great literature around that nobody's speaking there's great films around nobody's picking it it's like some good films in prime video like pudupet and nobody watches it yeah like, it's, it's it's just like making no sense to me like what do you want yeah it's exactly watch? like the protests you know like they never conclude and and, and with with art i mean you can see a direct correlation like that our governance is shit and our art scene is shit at the same fucking time nobody is picking up good films just how nobody solving any issues mm. actually they are mm. just moving on to yeah, another it's issue it's just becoming stupider that's the problem that's right? the problem like ashok mitra was never read now nobody is watching uh, an arun karthik or uh, or sanal kumar sasidharan yeah. and all these people nobody is watching them yeah. and now again it, like it's it's almost like you know like how evolution works is you plant a seed a generation will plant a seed right yeah. and someone has to pick up that seed Yeah. And like grow a tree out of it. Yeah, Somebody yeah. else has to do it, <laughs> right? Yeah. But now nobody's fucking do- nobody fucking does it in India, right? Why do you have a proper art theory of North America where you can see that you know uh, these people like for example Picasso and uh, uh, Picasso and all these people if they had not existed and Andy Warhol wouldn't exist. Like you know, mm. right? If Jackson Pollock was not there, Jackson Pollock this very straight ma- uh, macho guy. Mm. and andy warhol this very fluid gay dude mm. they existed at the same time and it makes complete sense so mm. their art movements make sense you can divide them into certain categories you can mm. but india is such a fucking i mean people for all we know people would have written something that you know um Dostoevsky was writing at the same time in India somebody would be writing exactly like that but because there are so many languages and so many dialects and nobody wants to sit and translate I don't know what happens because even Russia has a lot of dialects mm. they also have a lot of fucking languages but Dostoevsky somehow survived mm. in India it's like even if someone survived I don't know if anybody's reading it I mean I don't think even we are reading enough because first of all it's not accessible North American and European art history they give a fuck about it bro they give a fuck about it in in art when we went to a film school what were we taught taught we were taught art movements of the west only pretty much yeah but like a uh, ilaro no whatever her name is <laughs> ஸ்வரா western stuff because it's more fun to read according to them i guess yeah it's just that and also like uh, most fucking film school teachers are uh, failed uh, you know artists so they just have a lot of fucking like 
you know boomer thoughts and, yeah. and uh, you know completely irrelevant ideas and yeah they'll just come and they'll be like see watch this amazing movie called women under influence yeah. that john cassavetes made yeah. uh, you are a fucking loser you can yeah. never make this shit just yeah. watch it you just watch it happy. like yeah just watch you're a fucking indian you're a loser yeah just masturbate to it you can never get close to it all right because you are an indian <laughs> right you just cannot make it this is what they fucking teach you yeah, yeah. and then there'll be students coming out and you know i was i, was, I just found a red, subreddit I was saying that uh, there's just a bunch of Indian men sitting and talking about how they cannot get women because they're Indian men. <laughs> Bro, this is made by people like fucking all of these fucking losers who are who are ending up becoming teachers. Yeah. They are churning out these people, bro. Yeah. They just cannot talk to women, bro. Yeah, yeah. You just start masturbating to anything you see. You just think, oh, it's such a beautiful thing to look at. Oh, let's start masturbating to it. <laughs> because they are all losers like these are these people are fucking sitting in a film school teaching films like none of the shit i learned in a fucking film school was making any sense to me yeah all the shit i learned in film school was actually was something i had to sit and write it down so that i should i can burn it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing else i can do with it i have to burn those thoughts to move on these are all these but one good thing is that all those thoughts if you go to a film school you know exactly what they are all those thoughts that you need to hate on yeah. and you can like write them pen them down easily if you're like not going to film school or something then you have to like meet people and then you have to like it's way more difficult yeah. to come to terms with exactly the factors that you don't need in your life yeah that the thoughts that you should just like fucking not have when you're an artist yeah and right? all of those things you can get exactly the points you can find and then you can just like burn them <laughs> yeah, but one good thing about uh, screenwriting module was that uh, we studied psychology for a semester. Even though the subject was shit, it ended up uh, like obviously the teacher was shit, not the subject. What the fuck am I saying? The teacher was shit, so we ended up uh, right reading psychology books on our own. Mm-hmm. So now we yeah, can pretend good, to be yeah. a quack. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> the only good thing. Like, Because you need like, a bit of psychology yeah, they, for it. Yeah, they gave some non-fiction. Like, I was never reading non-fiction before that. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started reading non-fiction. Yeah, and yeah, sure. good thing about film school was they were teaching such boring shit that I ended up like getting more interested in th- like Tamil literature and stuff and I just ended up reading that shit. Yeah, too. I mean like they were showing me such uh, fake, unrealistic uh, life that I was like, where is real life? Where can I see it? And then I started finding it in like these and small, the biggest, small and the, passages, you know, dark in, passages. Yeah. In fucking, like in the big city. Yeah. You know, those dark passages where you get some marijuana. <laughs> like, you know, those kind of fucking passages you find a real story to it. and like that's how it feels like that's how it feels with the reading all these stories and like fuck okay like 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 the max i, I think people know is jeet tail right i think that that's the max that people know which i find he's like not i don't i'm not like he's mediocre yeah, but he yeah. reaches a point he, he concludes points, himself yeah, yeah he reaches point like, i'll give him that like it doesn't seem like a complete waste of time like yeah. kamla shamsi yeah, or yeah, all these yeah, people yeah, feel yeah, like yeah 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 i mean like he's not a waste of time yeah and nobody else it's about drugs he's not really anything like that then it's a fun read for sure it's yeah, a fun read yeah. it's an entertaining read but yeah. like and somebody has to write yeah. india about india as a psychedelic yeah, country because it is sure, because it, it, is. it is it is the all the movies like sexy durga all these movies are like good movies are, are showing that yeah yeah if you watch super deluxe it's extremely psychedelic oh, fuck. yeah 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 rn ekandam was extremely psychedelic yeah, it's yeah. just a uh, psychedelic uh like everything and there's a sequence in rn ekandam where he, the chaos goes to a level where he's m- 
the voice over becomes like this crazy twist and turn of things and it's exactly how you would live a life in a, a very rough day in india would feel like that you know yeah. you know like i i've had so many rough days in india where i felt <laughs> like oh fuck 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 so many things will go wrong at one point i'm like fuck dude just, just relax this hold this for a second let me just hold like this relax macha see yeah that relax macha thing like i'm like fuck let me just breathe man like you everything is gone in a second now yeah like what the fuck i was just living a life like night before this like normally and it's all gone now yeah so it's like that feeling i, I feel like those kind of feelings are i feel like over here like there's a film in western countries where there was a film called run lola run mm-hmm. like, probably he was, he probably saw that film and he f- probably <laughs> felt it and he probably made that made, right? but very eastern. but it's very eastern. he made it completely he just made it his but i know that it comes from lanola yeah i know it because i know film i've seen film like that only because and that's how you watch that's how i watch film right so i, I because i saw lanola run before i saw arane kanam so i could exactly see where he's coming from mm. but the point is he made it he fit it in a way that was fitting with the story and was fitting with a person who's a tamilian or or an indian in general would sit and watch and feel exactly what he's feeling it's such a realistic approach to a gangster because gangster films are always like these uh over the top you know very crazy. very horribly failed uh attempts at copying tarantino yeah 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 exactly exactly horribly failed exactly <laughs> horribly failed this is, a, <laughs> is exactly jigar danda and this one like rna kandam i think rna kandam is much better like a much better of course but jigar danda is a fun watch yeah And pizza yeah. pizza is so cool yeah, see, all, i like pizza like all of these are mainstream films but, yeah, like, but it's, it's, like, it's still like fine to watch when you instead of watching like bell bottom or like some <laughs> you know some bolly any bollywood film like. i don't know why the hindi film industry is so much worse like people are doing so much better in like quarter less than the quarter of the money that uh, hindi film industry like why are people obsessed with shahrukh khan like why like right now this news about aryan khan came up and everybody is talking about politics there but what i am thinking is why did some, why do people like him so much <laughs> why do people like him oh god what is even happening <laughs> like why like why him like amir khan still okay i hate him but it's still like oh i can just like i can i can just like maybe like you know i think the jump uh, from like boomers to gen z was horrible, like a, very bad in in in, in anurag kashyap tried something but he lost it he, he lost has some it. idiot fucking followers what what is his name shlok nahi what's his name which guy uh there are, there are two people now one is vasan bala yeah oh god okay and this other, another one who shlok made sharma, that rap right? shlok sharma yeah. oh god pathetic <laughs> My God, even that Hug it. Yeah. Like, it felt like a constipation. <laughs> you know, like somebody's having a really terrible, horrible constipation and I'm just like stuck in this fucking... Just trip, no, bro. Trip on your shorts. Like, where is the trip? I can't see it. Like, fucking sit for 10 years like Kumar Raja, man. Because like, they are close. I will keep them closer to like a Kumar Raja kind. He, they're trying to be something like Kumar Raja instead of being something like a Narun Karthik, right? Karun mm. Karthik is too Indian. Samal Kumar Sasidharan is too Indian. Yeah, they are all, you can't compare them. They are like yeah. two... Pure. they are proper art they're house like, they're like pure to pure souls and like <laughs> yeah and you can like fucking, yeah sell out yeah, yeah sell out <laughs> pure souls that's not how you compare so like you not even kumar raja level anurag kashyap was was going somewhere with no smoking i felt but like again we were talking about this problem of feedback in india right mm. feedback is horrible 
there is no one there is only one person who does feedback and it's like film companion that yeah, oh sh- yo <laughs> i think there's more though but like yo like, everybody's just yo like what you would if you imagine if i if someone just is like i'm sitting in a public space or something like in a bus or something hmm. and i'm like opening my phone i'm reading a film companion review and someone looks at me i'm like fuck that's just like oh fuck did someone just catch me reading a film companion review <laughs> You know, like that's how it's I would feel. It's, that's how I would feel reading it. Like that's how, uh, it's not like it's so lame. Like there's no fucking backing to it. Nothing. It has no fucking a- any kind of fucking brains in it, and there's no not one smart person in it. I don't. Ha- I don't understand how we just accept. Like how do we accept our intellectuals? Like how do we come to terms with that? Okay, okay. This guy is our intellectual. Okay, I agree that. Okay, this guy can be our intellectual. Okay, like Gandhi can be our intellectual. Like I do not come to terms with it. But how do like where we like how do we agree? Who? What are these meetings? I'm not told. Yeah. What are these meetings? How did you guys come to terms with these intellectuals? Like may, none of them said anything profound. I can only think of one name right now, and that's T M Krishna. Let's talk about T M Krishna. <laughs> so we were obsessed with his music. Like my journey with him is very weird. So I got really obsessed with his music because um, I got obsessed with like Ravi Shankar kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody has that phase in college. Yeah. I mean, if you are in a in a in an art college yeah. and you don't have a Ravi Shankar phase, what are you even yeah. tripping on? Yeah. You know, in India, like yeah. what the fuck yeah. are you gonna do? Yeah. Like, uh, what was his concert called? That would. would something woodstock woodstock yeah yeah mm. after that and then i heard tm krishna mm. who is this uh, carnatic singer who is he he's kind of re- rebellious like the the people who practice very p- pure uh, carnatic music call him a rebel in the music industry sort of mm-hmm. i've read articles about it yeah, so mm. yeah so he is uh, now i was like okay this guy makes crazy music mm-hmm. right and then i listen Uh, I, I we even went to his live concert. Yeah, we went to. And yeah. then I followed him on Twitter, and oh, the garbage, the garbage <laughs> spewed at me <laughs> at hundred miles per hour. Oh ho! I mean, you know, this is where like even Kanye West tells it like the garbage ka- Kanye West spewed in that Joe Rogan fucking podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean. Musicians can hide behind this beautiful abstract thing that their brain trips on. Oh, they're oh. genius there. Oh. They're genius at the music, but it's abstract. So when they actually form words, right? It's bullshit. Is this horrendous word warming? It's just like scum. It's just like the scum. The scum people that, however, I think they would speak of that genre. People, <laughs> they, they they speak like that. But they're like geniuses. Yeah. Music, like yeah. The best. Like you can, like. The music is great. I, I envy people yeah. who make music like the people like like Vivian and Gordon who make yeah, the music I, for the podcast. Yeah, but I feel like artists in general should not come out of fucking talk. Just <laughs> stop talking. Like if you're a genius, why are you talking? I am mediocre. I come I out and talk. Yeah, yeah. I am fine. Like yeah. I, I will give myself that that I'm so mediocre yeah. that I cannot express myself completely through my films. Yeah. Right, because my language of films, even though I keep making it. I will not get to that level where I'm like fucking great or something yeah. because I know that I'm not in that level. I'm not working in that zone, right? And I'm very indie and I make films for myself and I'm not in that zone at all, right? So I don't function like that. I need to make, I need to talk my thoughts out in different ways possible, right? Yeah. So that's different. But like, if you are so good with the language, why are you fucking talking? Yeah, yeah. 
which is why like i was when i was thinking about like how we will do our pod- podcast like season wise and we will do, do a bunch of different things but one of the things that i was coming up with was getting filmmakers on the podcast mm. but then i was thinking do i really want them to talk yeah. i just want people to watch their films yeah. i don't want them to talk about their films that talk. just defeats the yeah. whole fucking purpose yeah. if you tell me to talk about my film I will have like nothing to say. I have nothing to say. I will only have crassom stories. <laughs> I will have some bunch of sob stories. Which I'll have. I don't know why you would be interested. Why would in? you be interested in my sob stories? What's in the movie? See the pain in my movie. My blood and my sob stories is what I'm trying to translate into this anyway. Yeah. So like, I don't see a point in me talking then. Yeah. If yeah. I'm so good at it, like, I don't see a point in getting Arun Kartik to talk to you. And like. He's so good at his own yeah. film. Yeah, just watch his film. Baat kar liya bhai film pe like. Why? Is, oh, I want to talk about this. Why is Netflix in there or Amazon fucking not buying his films, dude? Oh yeah, what the fuck Especially happening? Especially Nasir. Nasir is like mainstream enough. That's like Shiva really Puranam is a high art. Like you guys don't deserve it. But <laughs> yeah, Shiva Puranam. Yeah, Shiva. Par, you guys like you couldn't even process no smoking. Like no smoking is like weird. Yeah. Nothing in that zone. Like no smoking is like. like a very mainstream aesthetic sense it's he had a very different kind of classic he had a very different kind of style people look ugly in it and they look beautiful right they they look different they'll have different hairstyles and look way and it'll be very different very like, bunuel inspired yeah 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 very bunuel is very different like and this guy will have an indian version of the same thing yeah kamal sarup will try to create an indian version of the same kind of aesthetics that uh, david lynch tried to do with like what tone tonality in that in that aesthetics right it's very similar and that is why i f- also feel like he won't work here because like we don't have like as many audiences that will understand david lynch right like that yeah. like comes from we don't have that kind of people though like but it's it's not bad that he made it he should keep making it and it's of course and it's it's crazy because but the point is like yeah. he like shivaparanam is like way more intense of than course that. Shivaparanam kills it. It's like a meditation. Yeah, it's like a meditation and it does not want you. I loved how he d- he was not interested in like a bigger story at all but he was always hinting at it. Yeah. And he kept hinting at it. Yeah. And he and at one point you will know that he's not going to have a big bang in the end. Yeah. But you still keep watching. Yeah. So that is where that he is, convinces you. That is the yeah. point at which he's like, bro, this is why my film. Like, you gotta come to this zone, and like only a bunch of people can go into that. Like that's like you gotta be ready for that. You gotta be. You have to look at films like that. You have to look at art like that. You have to look at life like that. It's like a whole other thing. Like it's like you your audiences you know are are looking at life in a different way. Yeah. You know, like that kind of people only start looking at you. And it's like it's like such a profound way to find audiences. Yeah, right? and it's a profound way to sell yourself. It's exactly how we were talking about the problems not being solved, right? It's the same thing. Like his his film is uh is never ending. It's it's yeah. it's an open yeah. ending. Yeah, it's an open it's, ending. You yeah. know that the the film is gonna yeah. go on. Yeah. It's just a camera yeah. stopped rolling. Yeah. I mean, that's such a beautifully yeah. Eastern, Dionysian, exactly. such a so Catonian, like a yeah. And it's about a guy who's living at the edge of a forest. Yeah. I mean, what a beautiful metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. like with nature and the eastern storytelling and an eastern protagonist and how an eastern male like an eastern male's voyeurism 
like properly explored mm. just that just, just like this the, line just that emotion of what is that that just uh, that voyeurism ka feeling kya hota hai venture wo usko pura like he just extracted it and he made you feel every minute of it like, and then whole juxtaposition with that the projections on the screen and, and juxtapositions with him riding a bike juxtaposition with him like just like ants on the fucking body all of these things have no they're oh, not meant to body. they're not meant to make sense at all together yeah. like i remember we were, i was playing that thing right like two we you played two classrooms at the same time two online classrooms if you just played on two different laptops on speaker they two on its own make sense but if it, if you just make it play on it like if it together it make it's just chaos right it's just the same thing like on its own the film if you just separate the bits right it's like a whole other film like everything is a whole other film all of these ants on the body can be a whole other film yeah yeah and like this guy going on the bike and trying to do something can be a whole other film yeah the graphic right. design i yeah, think yeah the graphic other. design and the projections can be whole but not, they, he just made it into this weird culmination and he just does not want to explain it to you at all he does not want to give you like yeah. a very uh, you know straightforward understanding of it he's like dude i know that you felt the same thing that's the realm is talking i know yeah. that you felt the same thing yeah just feel this along with me don't you feel like this is also part of life don't you feel like this is also part of life that's what his both his films are about don't you feel like this is also part of life don't you feel like poetry is like don't you feel like this this poem that Sounds i'm talking about yeah. yeah he's like don't you feel like this is like yeah. like i feel like in india you are mostly thinking and believing and living like that than in like a bell bottom kind of life or like of you know course, than that's any why other bo- bollywood kind of life you, yeah. most of the time i like and the stories that i listen to are people in india it's all sob stories it's all crazy sob stories it. yeah you'll keep crying otherwise if you if you have if you're going to be empathetic enough to listen to that person you'll just start crying otherwise you'll just not be empathetic enough to listen to that person yeah right so these are the only two things Hey, so in this kind of a situation, like, how do you process these sob stories? In, in these, these like really crazy, like crying, like nothing else to do with them. You can only cry. When that kind of a situation, when like an Arun Kartik comes up, right, feels like a good way of looking at these things. Mm. Like at least for like, like a good, like a, you know, it's like a boomer thing, right, to talk about sentimentals and. it's like it's considered like gen z doesn't have emotions right gen z is like computer right yeah 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 right so like it's interesting that india is making stuff like this right now you know like a kirostami makes to it like good uh, like uh, like realistic life show yeah name, very right? a very what is that that's iranian uh iranian filmmaker panahi but not panahi as asghar faradi yeah Yeah. yeah like his stuff asghar faradi is like a fucking dumb guy i don't like him at all why would you compare him with this guy <laughs> i like him do? i don't like asghar faradi i like him i don't like him i think he's good i think his separation is fine i think I, his I other like film his... his previous films like there was one film which is pretty good fireworks i think fireworks is fucking fireworks wednesday no fireworks, fireworks friday wednesday. or something yeah something know. like that yeah good. yeah fireworks is a that uh, the japanese movie yeah this is the fireworks something yeah, yeah. something like that will come i don't remember the name exactly but that yeah. was pretty good yeah that's yeah. a good movie yeah. i mean of course his older of... stuff was decent yeah like after that he started making stuff. oh iranian yeah. stuff man that's like another aesthetic on its yeah. own like iranian people have their own aesthetic yeah. why so india india is like, like crazy. <sighs> 
Yeah, and it's like India has an aesthetic, but only if you watch these certain kind of films, which I know I know like two people who 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 have seen this film. Yeah, you know it's it's insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 like it's clearly that you don't want to watch like f- you don't believe you don't trust filmmakers like that. Like people don't trust filmmakers like that. People trust filmmakers like Nam Onajevsko. Like Nam, like they need to have a name for it. Like they need to have like okay, this guy is like uh, a popular guy. And the superstar system, right. how can like, we not? Like filmmakers are approached in that way. Like Kanye yeah. West, hona chahiye, or like you know, you need to have like, a Shahrukh Khan. Yeah. You need to have like an Amir yeah. Khan. You yeah. need to you, have a Salman like, that's, Khan. Like that's the way that the uneducated like Philistines are like processed. Uh, you remember in uh, Rohit Mittal's Auto Head, there is this point where uh, they are asking, uh, "Do you know who directed this film?" And he's like, "Salman Khan." People think Salman Khan directs the films also. Yeah, <laughs> that's the level your audience is in, dude. I don't know, but like, yeah, but like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I don't like that film a lot, but yeah, and that film went to Netflix India, not Nasir. Is like, uh, yeah, that's the problem. Boiling. That's my big problem. Like, why would you not take Nasir, bro? Nasir is like a decent uh, attempt at like, Espe- yeah, a, especially like, when you have Angamali Diaries yeah, and all. Angamali Diaries, yeah, exactly. Why not Nasir? Yeah, dude, like Angamali Diaries is way more commercial than Nasir. The Nasir is a very slow film. That's true, but it's not. It, it has but a proper it's so narrative. But so short, so well. Like, what else do you want? You have a film like Roma or some bullshit like that, no? Like, yeah, we dance in a movie. Why? Just keep it there. Yeah, Why you don't need to. F- it's just like, like they're putting up thalaivi or some bullshit. Like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh my God, the Navrasa shit that Mani Ratnam yeah. made. Ayo. I want to cry. Oh God. My heart. But R.I.P. Anyway, I think this is it. Yeah. Welcome to our podcast. And yeah, sorry if it's boring again. And uh, shut up, nobody cares. Uh, and shout out to Vivian Wilder and Gordon for this amazing track. Thank you. 